Hello and welcome to the Professional Insights Podcast, Season 6. Thank you for all for joining us. My name is Brandon Curry. I'm Jeff Collins. Josh Bond. And Trevor Lindy. And I'm a little... producer rookie. Yeah, so rookie. Right. Finally. Did you Finally produce that are... fine music? That's a catchy uh, intro. I love it. The yeah, man, the myth, the legend. Studio. Yeah, that was me in my home studio with the bass guitar and the drums. Just nice. hitting it for you guys. <laughs> like a la Charlie Sheen on. Uh... Yeah. Okay. Just making yeah, the Were you playing everything at once? <laughs> yeah, that was Hilarious. me. All me guys, obviously. Look at my background. I'm back from pooping in my trailer. Look at that. Wow. Or not pooping in your trailer. You're not. Are you allowed to poop in your trailer? Okay. Well, that was what we established with Dean when we came over. That I yes. was allowed to poop in my trailer, but nobody else was. Me and Curry have actually shit in your trailer. We we wanted to tell you. Like not even the kids? You got the keys. Oh, no. oh you got Stolen. the keys, have you? <laughs> No, we had him. Okay. Getting back. I left a little bit on the seat too. Oh, perfect. Well, what if what if there's an arrangement where you're the honey man for the weekend? Are you then allowed to shit in the trailer? If I'm the what? If if like say I agreed to be the honey man for the weekend after the weekend, then am I permitted? Like is that like you don't want to be hauling somebody else's shit? Which I get, but nope. What so if it breaks? It's a dangerous game, though, fellas. Because why'd you even buy a toilet? You could have saved a shit ton of money. Fuck the toilet. No pun intended. Shit ton. <laughs> it was a pun. Yeah, Honestly, though, I understand uh, Trevor not wanting people to do that because we went to a Bills game one time on a Dorchester limousine. <laughs> that's never good. And uh, that's the, the great way to start the story. And we, I had the bright idea to charge girls to uh, go to the washroom on our bus. Uh, one beer to pee, two beers to poo. And they're like, how are you going to know which one we do? And I'm like, I'm going to know. <laughs> I've got so, a you don't I've got a camera in sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a camera. Honestly, we had like 40 beers. And then the bus driver came up to me. He's like, what are you guys doing? You're going to fill the entire tank and we're going to be screwed. No one's going to be able to use the washroom. I'm like, yeah, but look at all this beer. Like, we're winning. And lo and behold, on the way home on the QEW, uh, actually around Welland, uh, the shit tank exploded and went all over the QEW. <laughs> oh. Is there like a news clipping of this too? I'd love to read that. I have a picture of the, the guy lying beside the bus passed out because it exploded all over the QEW. Police had to come. Oh my God. Oh my God. That, that's you, isn't it, rookie? That was you, wasn't it? Don't lie. No, I, I was the one that was apologizing to the uh, – he's like, this is the guy that was charging the girls to go to the washroom. It's his fault. Like, no, it was your fault for sideswiping the guardrail, bud. <laughs> what do you so want literally and figuratively a bus it. driver, eh, rookie, that guy? Yeah. Well, Lindy, were you on the Jays trip I did where we didn't – we had 26 guys drunk out of our minds and no toilet? Yeah. Yeah, they I'm pretty sure Curry was on that one too. They gave us yep. a sink and a bucket on the way there. Everyone's like, I'm not pissing in a bucket. Not at all. Nope. But way back, started- everyone's so bombed. We got to a point where we would fill it the was- bucket halfway and pass it on before we dump it down the sink. It was disgusting. People were pissing on the front of the bus, like on the limo bus. They went next to the driver. That was what was oh, happening. Yeah, well, remember, we were leaning our heads against that, that door that opened up. Going down the QEW. Yes. <laughs> peeing in the st- For balance. <laughs> in this bucket. Piss everyone's hand. It was wicked. That was the I don't think we've done a trip since then. 
No, we haven't. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> that was funny. funny me up. We have Sign me up. Toilet explosion. Yeah, exactly. Because you're the you one who probably organized it, right? And I'm the one who did it. I'm like, oh my god. If you recall, all that the wives was the trip. were waiting. That was the trip that. Um, Stay with that first name. <laughs> stick with first name only. Mike yes. was so intoxicated from the moonshine that uh, Chris brought. Oh my god. Yes. And we went to the bar and another Mike was trying to buy that owns a, an HVAC company trying to buy a round yep. and bought the other Mike a beer and yep. security followed him in because he was playing fucking ping pong or pinball in the security line. Pinball wizard. Eh? Yeah. Pinball in the security line. Did and Dan and I. Did he get booted? Oh, no, because Dan and I had to play chaperone to this gentleman the rest of the night. You never have to. We're all big boys. You get fucked up in in, uh, in public, you're on your own. Let's be clear, though. He was good one. going to be ejected if Dan and I didn't step in and keep him there. So you guys are white knights, eh? I would have yeah. my balls off and pushed him over. <laughs> Come on. Well, bottom a shot, eh? And bottom yeah. a shot. You I remember that, though. The other Mike bought a round it was like 300 bucks and then he left to go grab a sausage outside because the lineup was too big and he was kicked out in the second inning yep and then he and took he a took- cab ride home it was 300 bucks he was there for one inning. right <laughs> he's like i'm going past the pen center i'm almost home we're like oh my god that was yep. $700 yeah because we could not find him did that guy talk the nice most shit too great. about how he's the biggest uh, drinker and stuff because it's always the guy he, he didn't talk the most shit, but the trip. he he, uh, he uh, wagged his dong out a little bit when he bought a round at at there. I think he bought like five shots and five beers, and it was like three hundred fifty bucks or something stupid. But he was like, "I'm the man," and then he got booted out because he tried to buy some. And I'm like, "Shithead, you could have went and bought scalper ticket for like ten bucks and came back in, you know, because you got booted. Who cares? We we're in the bar the whole night, anyways." Yeah, but then he took a taxi cab. For 380 bucks. Yeah, because he couldn't find, couldn't get back in and couldn't find our limo bus. Well, and I was the only one who had the limo number because yeah. I organized and all that, and I don't check my phone when I'm editing like that. Yeah. I my only, my, my, my only point of reference, Collins, is you just keeping on buying shots for poor messing there. <laughs> Stag. So, Oh yeah, I got a. <laughs> we got some. We got some good topics today to discuss. It's just you know we we figured we're in the middle we could, of it. not just reminiscing about old memories, drinking well, we stories. But there's how about, there's a bigger story. There's a bigger story, gentlemen. Austin Matthews, four years, thirteen point two five AAV. Locked him up. <laughs> I love it. You know what? I was listening to it today, and they're like, "Why didn't he do eight years?" I'm like, "Why do you want him at eight years? You're getting his prime years till thirty one." Let's see if we even want him after that, you know? If he hasn't do, do you think the Leafs were like four years, or do you think he said four no, years? From what I heard, Leafs were five years, and he was three years, and they settled on four, yep. and he took a bit of a haircut. It doesn't seem like a haircut, but you got to remember, is. next year when he's up, like the cap's going to be quite a bit up. Yep. And if he was unrestricted next year, he's getting 16, 17 million from whatever team he wants. I think it was a great deal, and I don't care if we have him until 34. 16, 17 is high. I figured he probably got 31 is when, when players in the NHL start to decline. So he might not even get that much when he's 31. And everyone yeah. said, well, why do eight years? But he's done nine years at about the same amount of money Connor McDavid had. And you got him until he's 31. And then you can decide if you want him at that point. 
I think it's perfect. I wouldn't want to sign any of these guys to eight-year nope. deals. So no, what, look at look at the Islanders. What did they sign that guy for? Like fifteen? Was it D, not DP? DiPietro, yeah. DiPietro, yeah. eh? Yeah. It's like fifteen years or something. <laughs> Stupid. But if you look, the salary cap, the NHL salary cap is, according to Forbes, is projected to make another four million dollar jump from twenty twenty four to twenty twenty five. They think that's low um, end. So basically, um, last year was eighty two and a half million. This year projected is around eighty three and a half million. Um, so only a million dollars more, but doesn't matter. We, you know, the the Leafs are fine for the next year because Marner is not up until next year. Um, and Tavares same time too. Contract. Willie Nilly's this Tomorrow. year, though, right? Willie Nilly's this year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Willie Nilly's got one but, more year. Does he so have you buys? Got, yeah, 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 but I mean, they're trying to sign him now, are they not? Right. 2024, 2025, we're looking at literally a $4 million jump, then an additional $4 million to 92. So you're looking at 8 million, which, so that that's essentially in today's dollars, you're getting Austin Matthews for around 5.25 million. Right. Like, well, because yeah. I mean, I see what you're saying. Additional, oh, eight, you're getting <laughs> yeah. additional eight million yeah, 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 dollars yeah, yeah. to spend, right? uh, to spend. Cause he, they, he only, they, they need an eight million dollar defenseman on that back line still though. That's, that's, that's the big problem. If I had a yeah, diagonal Nylander to get a, a stud right defenseman, that's what they got to do right now. Gone. Oh, 100%, Bye Willie. Yeah. yeah. Cause I would take Domi and Bertuzzi over Nylander any day of the week combined. And we need a right defenseman to replace them. They're going to keep Nylander for the year. They'll keep Nylander for the year. Yeah. First of all, he's not going to get it from the lease because, like, if you look at the stats from uh, uh, Willie Nylander and Austin Matthews, Austin Matthews has played fewer games, has more goals, more points, and you you factor in he's about a he he uh, Willie's about seventy percent of the goal production than Austin Matthews. Um, but he wants what's 10 million divided by 13.25. What do we got? But he wants 75% of what, um, well, he's got of what Austin almost has. zero defensive skills. You know, he's an offensive whiz. And do you want, I don't want to sign him for eight years either. They're saying you got to get him in eight years. I'd get another four year contract for Nylander. That's it. He's a contract player. Nylander. You got to keep him hungry. Keep him hungry. Eight years, the hunger's gone, as far as I'm concerned. The shorter the term, I agree. the better. Nylander's hunger has gone after he signs his contract until his next contract comes up. That's my Could opinion. be. You know what? You keep him on a contract year of the whole year, have his best year he ever has his whole career Absolutely. this year. Mm-hmm. You sign him eight years at 9.5, he's not going to have a good year. Nope. And he was starting last year, right? He was starting to, starting to, starting to put the Jets on. But, but he's also, he's also against like second-line defensive players, not the yeah. top-line players, right? Yeah. So people don't understand how that works in hockey. Matthews oh, Garner like, like Matthews Garner's the top defensive players on each team. Like Austin Matthews, to put it into Absolutely. perspective, has only played 481 games. Willie Nylander has played uh, 521, so about 40 games more than um, Austin Matthews. But in that same in that time frame, uh, Austin Matthews has scored 299 goals to Willie Nylander's 177. So he's 120 goals more. Oh, for sure. There's not a question. There's no, they're not comparable at all. I mean, not uh, even close. Matthews has 540 goal seasons already at a seven year career. Yeah. Right. Like, and, I mean, and a 60 like, year, and a 60 goal well, season. Well, yeah, that's too. one of them is a 60. Yeah. And I mean, he's got a regular season MVP. Like, I mean, it's, 
you're comparing you're comparing a watermelon. He, to he was order. the main guy to get signed. Now the bigger problem is going to be what's Marner thinking Marner. now that he's got that because yeah. Marner signs next year. Does he want fourteen million? Does he do eight years? Does he do four years? These guys have to be smart though because they. I feel like Nylander is that kind of guy who will go and play on like a Columbus or mm-hmm. a bottom feeding team for all of Washington. The money. Yep, he'll go to play with yeah. Rasmus. Rasmus, and Sandy. then like you have to if you want to win, especially in the NHL because it has the tightest salary cap. You have to take less money to win. You have to prioritize winning over making all that money. And I don't think that's in Nylander's DNA because Matthews took that haircut, when you actually break it down, you can yep. see that he did. Yep. On the surface level, you're like, that's too much. Because even Leafs Twitter is like, that's too much. It's too expensive. He's the highest paid player. AAD They're retarded. They're you know retarded. what I mean, though? Yeah. I was listening so, to Kipper and Bourne today, and Kipper's like, why do you do 70 years? Do you want him signed to 34? Look at John Tavares. He's 32, and he's about to decline, right? Well, so you, right now we're going to get him at a, at, a, at, a, at a deal. Tavares, but, if we resign but, him, right? Like, but Matthews is banking on when he's 31, he's still considered a top five player in the league. He's a big body who gets hit a lot. I don't know if he's going to be that in five years. So we're getting his whole 20 age years yep. as a league. Prime. His prime. No matter what. His prime. His prime. Your prime's 26 to about 30 in the NHL. Well, it depends on the player. Some some people. Well, some majority people hit their, of them. Their majority stride early, right? He hit his stride but, pretty early. Yeah, but the majority of well, – now, now you're starting to learn how to win and shit like that, right? But yep, the majority yep. of them, your prime years, he just committed to the Leafs. That's all you can ask for. And he's banking I, I on that he's of, a top five player in five years, which I don't know with Connor Bedard coming up, all these young studs coming up and all that. Yeah. He's banking he's going to do that. So if, if he is, we'll pay him. If he's not, we can walk. I almost draw a comparison between the deal he signed yesterday, obviously not like the term and length, to what Patrick Mahomes – signed that massive like half a billion dollar deal and everybody's like oh my god like that's insane amount of money and now it's a bargain yeah like because leon dreisaitl next year is going to come up he's going to probably command 17 or 18 absolutely the the difference in the nfl he he can say i want more money anytime he wants right that's that's the difference in the nfl nhl you sign it a year Connor McDavid still has two more years on his contract at 12 and a half million and he's He's going to get a leaf he'll be a leaf and you think so Tavares can go. If he doesn't win the next be... two years, he's going to want to – he was talking about it today. Right, he, he has not committed to Edmonton. He's like, I'm going to see it out right now. Me and my wife, because they're starting their life, are both from Toronto and all that. They say, we're fine with Hope it right now. Way. We want to see it out. But he's a Toronto boy. Through He's in doing charities all the time right now in Toronto. Where's he from? Oh, he was at a – Markham? Uh, he was from Richmond Hill. Richmond Hill. Richmond Hill. Thank you. Yeah. He was at a Beard League game. Uh, played on the... Got beat. The <laughs> Got beat. The other day. Blew up Twitter. <laughs> like, what? These guys are coming from their construction paving jobs for their Beard League. Can you imagine out. someone taking his, his freaking knee out and all that, Trendy? Like, you getting all cocky and all that? Like, oh, God. That's dangerous, man. If I'm the Oilers, I'm kind of pissed he did that. If I'm the Oilers, right, I have snipers in the crowd watching. And anyone skates near him, you, you, you ting him right in the leg. As a person, I love it, though. <laughs> Good for him. I'm human. Oh, yeah. Here I go. He's a trial Yeah, I'll boy. come have some beers with the boys and hang yeah. out for sure. Yeah. It's great. But Edmonton's very similar to Toronto, now, right? They're top end. Yeah, and, and yeah. I, I do I do feel that, like, listen, if he in two years he, he'll play till the end of his contract. I mean, he very well might get traded if a, if a deal can't, can't be, uh, you know, set out. 
But I mean, it's, I guess, not out of the realm of possibility that Tavares retires, gets a nice cushy job up at the Leafs front office. Tavares won't retire in two years. He'll do a cushy deal for the next four years to stay in the Leafs. Three or four. Three three or four four million dollars, something like that. And that's the beauty because when Marner's up, so is his contract. So all the savings you get on Tavares can go to Marner. But Marner, you can't pay more than Matthews. You just can't. No. Yeah, you talk no. to you talk to Sticky there. He's going to say that you can. He argues with me all the time, John. That uh, Mar- Marner's better than Matthews, and I mean, it's Mar- Matthews is the the franchise player. Now, now don't get me Marner's wrong. Marner's the creator, are, right? Marner's, Marner's stack was creator. second assist. Yeah. Second assist. Yeah. Goals are what count. He's the playmaker. And don't get me wrong. I love. Marner style of play, right? If Marner put on another 15, 20 pounds. See, I don't like Marner style play at all. Guys, all right, just to put into perspective, points for Matthews in seven seasons. Yep. Okay, 481 games played. This is at NHL.com. Yep. Um, Points are 542. Yeah, I figured he was almost And he's got about 300 goals, I think, eh? 507 games played, points 554. Yeah. All, all you got to ask the now, question is, who would you rather have as your cornerstones, Matthews and Marner or Cole Caulfield Matthews. and Nick Suzuki? Because Matthews at the end Marner. of the day, Matthews and Marner. <laughs> who would you rather have? Two midgets or like a power power center stud? Look at him. He's We're looking asking at you, pitch. Trevor. He's looking at pictures of, of Cole Caulfield. <laughs> I've completely zoned out. This because we're talking about hockey, and you no yeah. longer have a team. Like, did they call, send Colfo back to the minors again, or is he back still playing in the big club? They put him on a stretching table. They're trying to get another inch or two out of him, so he's a a big boy. Here's the thing: you 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 have you, you've got <laughs> Mitch Marner, right? You you don't get an assist unless the person you gave it to gives puts it in the net. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. Absolutely. So you you don't. Right, so it, it is a it, it is a tandem. So you are just as good as the person that you're playing with with assists. That's a it's very important, and I don't did, did, I don't um, put down Bergeron. what Mitch. I don't put yeah, down what Mitch Mer- I don't put down what Mitch Marner <laughs> does or or his playmaking ability. No, but if you don't have anyone to play with, it it's futile. I mean, you just got to look at you know, like listen. Carlson, what he did last Batman year on the Sharks team was absolutely crazy, right? A hundred points um, on on that kind of a Sharks team. But he has not exceeded fifty goals, or sorry, fifty points, um, in, in since going to San Jose. Who's that, so, uh, Curry? Eric Carlson. Yeah, last well, year was the first year he broke fifty uh, fifty points. Yeah, he had an Achilles, really bad Achilles injury, right? And I, right. I sliced. Yeah, and I don't know. I, and he really was really in Ottawa. I think, um, I think he dealt with quite a bit of shit. Him and his wife. There was a whole. There oh, was yeah, some yeah. real bad ugliness there, right? So I, he's a stud D man. Like he is. He's a stud in, D, in, but he's. I, I still don't think he's the best D in the league. There's other Ds that. I mean, you need a Chris Pronger type D. He was. He was. Well, that's a different style, dude. though. Pronger's a different style. Guys, out right? of a- out of fourteen seasons, including Ottawa and San Jose, Carlson has only exceeded fifty points six times. Yeah, but he also career. is a defenseman, that's a right? Good career. That's a defenseman. No, no, no. <laughs> but but look at what look at look at what uh, Pittsburgh gave up 
like Montreal clearly won that trade and San Jose walked away looking pretty, looking pretty because they only retained 25% of the salary. Like that's pretty good. Um, no, less than that. 1.10% uh, of the salary. What did Pittsburgh do with Gino? He signed. He signed, he signed. Like eight million a year for like okay. four or five years. Right. So they're going. They're going. They're trying for one more run. That's what they're doing. While they've got. Well, they got a very right? similar Leafs team, but they're way past their prime. Correct. But they've won before, yeah. right? So they're yeah. taking another kick of the can. Yeah. I, I don't think they have a chance in hell to win another cup, Pittsburgh. <sighs> they're a strong team, man. Like don't they didn't even make Crosby. the playoffs last year. So putting no, Carlson no, no. on there, that's less defense. <sighs> yeah. He had a he had a phenomenal. You know, you know another another tragedy. How about uh, Arizona with uh, Shahoni tearing his huh? UCL? No, I never heard that. Saw that. Who did he? The pitcher. How did he do that? In a game? He like just, in a, in a, in just, a, in just a... last night? Just last night he was pitching. Uh, he didn't even get through five batters, and he was on like this. Base they basically say they don't know if he needs to have surgery yet, but. That that injury alone, because in 2018 he had Tommy John surgery, okay. and which is pretty normal like, for a pitcher nowadays, right? It, it, it is, and he was lighting it up. But this, he's done for the season. He might need surgery, and they say that because he was always going to walk at the end of the year oh, because they no didn't contract. trade him. Oh. That's a weird injury, off, though. Just coming off the mound, I guess. Or they, I don't know. They said that, that cost him 100 million bucks. The UCL, the UCL's in his elbow, right? It's oh, uh, oh, oh! I thought you said ACL. Sorry, <laughs> that's a horrible injury for a pitcher, especially when you have Absolutely. no contract. Absolutely, that's a hundred million dollar loss. What's going on? Hundred million? They're saying two hundred million. They said that he was going to be a five hundred million dollar contract. He would be the oh largest in MLB. This is the risk these these athletes do, though, trying to wait it out to the end of your contract, and you yep. missed. Say, Nylander. Has something bad happened as you're trying to play it out? Do you ever? Money. You never want to wish. No, I never want to wish really harm on anybody, but a pedophile or somebody like that, right? But like you know, somebody <laughs> like Willie, like where you hold out Ooh, on a, a, a contract, specifying <laughs> who you wish ill will on. hundred well, percent. How about cannibals? Like, why don't we just also name yeah. Hitler on there too? Cannib yeah. Cannibals. Putin. In my in my opinion, a pedophile tops the list. So. Absolutely. What about a cannibal pedophile? Well, now you get multiples. He's still a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> it's hyphenated. Uh, no, I got sure? forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh my god! Um, you're wishing yeah, no ill will on anyone. That's oh, all but William William Nylander, like you know, on his contract holdout and the fucking games he plays, right? Like, that's, I mean, that's his dad's DNA. His dad no, did the same thing. I when know, he was I know the old man did the exact You know what? Thing. The best saying out there right now, my favorite saying, fuck around, find out. Mm. I love it. Mm -hmm. And I would love, honestly, Trey Living to find a killer defenseman, ship him out. Mm -hmm. And it's more to teach him a lesson. I think he's better to stay with him. But this entitled bullshit of, you know, whatever they want. Yeah. It drives That's me the millennial. Matthews, I think, made a mistake, honestly, signing the contract he did because it brings him to 31, and you'd be better off going to 34 because 31 is going to be a whole different career when he's like the way he plays. I don't think he's going to be top five in the league at 31. My personal opinion. I disagree. I'm a Leaf fan. I disagree. I'm a Leaf I disagree. fan. He just I disagree. It's only a, four. 
Beaten in the playoffs. He's going to start negotiating one year before, right? Mm-hmm. At that so, point, he's going like, to try to get well, that eight-year no, contract what, at 31. That's listen, what he wants. Exactly. Finish Austin career, Matthews, right? based, based on his skill set, okay, will be the top, one of the top three players in the NHL at the age of 31. But what Collins is saying is based on the game that he plays, there's a high probability that a Shahoney injury like uh, 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 injury can happen to this player at 30, 31. You're, you're like, we all know rookie, you know, you're, you're, you're in your thirties. Now your body does not sustain the crap. That it needs to be brave. Come to your forties and come talk to us. Oh, I'm almost 50 and I'm still slashing. Like <laughs> 36. More is of the hangovers that suck sports. more. Five years from now, I think, is such a different landscape in the NHL. And he's banking on himself being a top five player in the NHL at 31. I'm telling you, I don't think he will be. Yeah. Well, you're well, saying there's well, going to be some young growth coming in too, right? And you mentioned we got Bedard Connor Bedard now. right now coming up, who's going to be a stud. You can't say that, Jeff, right? You I mean, I hope he I'm saying he, it right now. I Just hope like I said, so. he's a Canadian would win boy, a series right? last year. He will be a stud. He'll be so. a he's stud, a but here's the thing. He's also playing on Chicago. So, like, you only can be a stud if you're surrounded by the team to make well, him a stud. Well, Matthews Rico was Fata? a stud at 18 Rico and didn't Fata? matter for three years. So they got three years to give Bedard a team. And they are stacking up picks and everything right now because they have so much money to retain. You remember Rico Fada, Jeff? Played out of the Sioux in the OHL? Sounds like a porno name. Pretty sure. <laughs> no, That's but he, porno he, he was he was a stud stud junior. You don't you won't remember Rico Fata? He I was a stud in junior and then <laughs> well, he went remember to Radic Bonk? Radic Bonk? Yeah. Alexander Digg. Right? Different now though. Different now. He broke like McDavid's records. I'm pretty sure it was Rico Fata played. But his legs game. are like this on Bedard's man. He's like he's the, he's a clone of Crosby more or less. Unfortunately, when you look at it in like a macro sense or across all of the sports, the question for all athletes is that do you bet on yourself or do you take the safe money and safe deal that the team offers you? And like it's with any discipline really, like even your guy stuff that you do, do you take the guaranteed, you know, that might be less or do you bet on yourself? and hope that you're going to get much more down the line. And it's rare when it works out for the player who holds out. You think it, NFL, Le'Veon Bell didn't work. Like, it just doesn't work out for these guys. You know what the difference? Nylander's a type of Worst player. Worst draft pick in Flames history. What's and that? I'm pretty sure. Rico Fata. <laughs> the Italian porn star. Um, <laughs> I think Nylander's biggest thing he's betting on is that he does not have a physical nature. So he thinks he won't get hurt, but you got to look at what the Leafs did in the offseason. They added two major antagonists and then the heavyweight of all heavyweights in the NHL. Their games are going to be more physical this year. Absolutely. And, and so if your tough guys go after the best team's tough guy or players in the other team, those guys don't go after the tough guys on our team. They go after the skill guys. Listen, Trivling did it properly, right? Because what was the issue? Remember when Bennett smashed what's his name behind the net there? I can't wait till Florida hey, Travis. Hey, first what game. did everybody do? He's dead man. Oh, what happened there? That's okay. every playoff let's series go, that Austin let, Matthews let's go to Mitch the been in. Man, I, I would have been in there as a hundred and seventy pounder there, given an elbow or something, man. Well, that's that what the mistake was. Something. Simmons should have been in all those games against Florida when it got that rough. Yep, and they didn't. Yep, and they had nobody on that team who would stand up for. Him. Yep. At all. Now so they, they DDT'd Matthew Nyes on the ice right there. Yes. 
That was oh, Bennett. Wasn't it Bennett? Right there. Wasn't it Bennett oh, yeah. behind the net? He DDT'd him on the ice. DDT'd him. And took Nines him out for the rest of the kid. year. And he didn't even get two minutes. Nope. I know. It was brutal. And Wait. the next game they play, Ryan Reeves is going to go find Sam Bennett and slap him around like a little bitch. Yep. And they're going to say, this is a different different Leaf team. Yep. I love what they did in the offseason. 100%. Love it. Because that's why I hated watching the Leafs. It was... Now like they sign their stud. All-star game. They got to sign one more stud. And then you can piece it around after that. <laughs> what does Montreal have, Trevor? You know Trevor's naked yeah. right now below the waist. Let's just do five minutes of Habs talk. I think that we don't even have five We don't have five minutes of material. We don't have five we minutes. Have what what are they going to finish? Bottom one, bottom two, gonna... or bottom three next year? Oh, well, hold on a sec. What's that's going on with Carey Price? What's going on with Carey Price? He's drinking gasoline on the reservation right now. He's retired. He's done. He's riding. He's riding out to get as much money as he can right now. I just found our clip. Oh Jesus! He's done. Gallagher will be traded midseason because they're going to try to recoup anything for him. But they're they're building their team around two five foot eight guys right now. Need some stilts. Is that what you're saying? That's what they're going to do. They're building around two five foot eight guys right now. See, Trevor knows. He knows. He's not saying I have no. He's like, oh, trust the process. Trust just, the process. You're not even going to watch hockey this year. When I You're turn around and say, I told you so. What all I'm saying, and it always is with the Montreal Canadiens, I don't understand why they don't just hire Patrick Wall to be the coach. Oh, absolutely. It's right there. It's right there. I can't point. hear you. I got my ring plucked in my ears. Yeah, legend, <laughs> hard ass, speaks French. Like it's it's right there. I, I, I wanted the how do you to hire know him. that they didn't try and hire him? And Wa, given what happened in '93, he said, "I don't want to have anything what, to do with what you." Was yeah, that but that different owners though. Different what happened owners. in '93? I, I don't quite remember. They shifted him over to the abs. Can, there can, can you can you tell us what they did? What they do? Take the best goaltender. He did it in the history of hockey. He no, it was the coach and the GM at the time who did it. They gave Colorado two cups. He's the best. He's the best goaltender ever lived. They did what Amber Heard did to what's his name's pillow there. Laid a dookie on him. <laughs> Although, like, we're watching that right now on Netflix. That's hilarious. <laughs> so the Patrick Walker curse, 1993, is going to live for a long, long time. Oh my! Trevor, God. is the Montreal <laughs> talk over? Trevor's not I a hockey fan anymore. He's going to wait three, three years minutes. before the relevant. No, I, I really don't need to say anything at all. Because you won 26 cups in the past. Mark my words. You're amazing. You won all the cups pre-1993. Well, 93, awesome. that's 30 years ago now. You can't be squawking anything. I don't celebrate the Blue Jays victories at all, shit. do you? Do you celebrate the Blue Jays World Series champions? No. I could care less. That's no. so long ago. No, you need Abs another one. will say about it forever. They, they won them all the time way long ago. They're amazing. They're the best. They're the Yankees of hockey. So to Zero put it in perspective, comments. boys, when Connor, just to put you context, a little leg to stand on. just to put context to Collins's uh, wet dream, pipe dream, um, in wet 2026, dream. 2027, when Connor McDavid is, is done at Edmonton, uh, the cap should be close to 100 mil, if not more than 100 mil. And I think right? that's that's conservative too, because gambling is becoming so huge in the sports, and that's jacking up. And they might well, have and another expansion team by then cur- too. Cur- currently, they only have what is it, 
15, 6, and 7.5 confirmed into the 2026-2027 cap year. So they've got like literally $75 million to play with based on conservative cap projections. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll be able to sign McGavin have... for three years yeah they could probably sign him they could probably give uh, uh mcdavid uh the max at, i at, think mcdavid you know, goes eight, i'm gonna play years. for league minimum and i want to win a cup for the leafs i'm gonna play for league minimum imagine the hero he would be he in would canada never. imagine the hero <laughs> they would write well, you know what you, you sign him at they league minimum scriptures about him they break and then canadian tire signs him to a 25 million dollar a year endorsement yeah 100 i never understood why they don't have a luxury tax in the nhl I know, 100. percent teams, man. Like, it would help teams like Arizona that play in a, a Footlocker. Yeah. You know, like what the heck? <laughs> Does it make sense though? Yeah. So basically, have a hard cap that's correlated to league revenues, just like yeah. NBA, and also like have an escrow. Else. But then turn around to to the teams and go, hey, listen, it's a hard cap. You can go 10 percent more than the hard cap, but we're gonna we're gonna you have to pay a dollar for dollar tax on it. They go to the lower teams that are broke. here. You go. Yep. All right. <laughs> But then you're going to get hard things like your markets like New York and stuff like that, where your big markets are already, and they're just going to get stronger teams, right? Yeah, but then that generates more revenue, which makes more money, which is essentially what they're trying to do. They don't care about anything other than that. You hate to say it, but the NHL, uh, the NBA are better when your Canadians, your Leafs, your Rangers, your Lakers, your Knicks are good. Absolutely. Like, that's what... Like, well, like I, I think in the NHL, no-brainer. they don't care when Toronto or Montreal are good or anything well, like that. They look, care look, when New York and owner... Chicago and all that is good. That's what they that want. That would have been a problem. That would have been, been a problem like 10 years ago, right? Having this luxury mm-hmm. tax. But mm-hmm. the, 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 the because of the salary cap, the NHL is probably one of the most, maybe next to the NFL, one of the most leagues that has the most parity. Because, like, literally, it's the hardest cup team sport to win like it is the hardest trophy how, to win how much parity is there in the nfl though the, the new england Lots. patriots ran it for like what 10 15 years yeah and yeah, now kc kind of nothing... runs it yeah but that, that was has belichick to though do right uh, well brady no and they also drafted right you remember tom brady was a round sixth <laughs> round pick yeah you can't like that's that's good drafting that has nothing to do like that has nothing to do with team that's good player fire. development that's good player development the oh, raptors do that in. raptors are good at player development and good drafting too i find uh Nigeria yeah but the nba the, yeah, the nba and the mlb don't <laughs> shush, they have a shush, soft, yeah. the nba the nba has a soft cap mlb doesn't even have a cap so basically you know and then these players get to create super teams right so it's it's just not it's just not the same. NBA the league is the ridiculous. Is really like James Harden opts in for a $35 million contract and then says immediately, I want to be traded. And now he's whining because they're not trading him. They gave him a $100,000 fine, didn't they? Oh, it's, like, like it's the most ridiculous entitled players of any league is the NBA. It makes, I, I can't stand it. What about, like the the what about Mickelson betting on the Ryder Cup there? What do you mean? You guys hear about that? 2012, no. supposedly. He bet on the Ryder Cup when he was playing in it. Did he win? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, I think they lost the USA. Here. As a player, you should yeah, be able to bet lost. on your actual self to win. No, you you're not allowed. Alapipos, right? Like, yeah. So here's a question, I guess, from the business standpoint, maybe even more for Bond. When it comes to like hard salary caps for the NHL, isn't there a way around that where you can set up some form of a bonus structure where like, if you're a rich team, you can have something – off to the side 
that they get. You, you can. You that can't doesn't get cut. count. <laughs> you can't get cut. Yeah. I think they look at the, the total compensation package, right, for the cap. Because I remember when Stamkos was I getting moved so. to I'm Toronto, they told him they'd get him contracts with yeah. the Canadian Tire and all this stuff. They're telling him that. But I think it's got to be disclosed somewhat. Because I thought, just sign... Sign Nylander to $5 million a year and get him $10 million in endorsements. Well, you can get endorsements on your own, right? You can get endorsements on your own, don't get me wrong, but I don't think... Well, they don't get endorsements that big either, right? Play an active role in it. But you Um, almost guarantee that endorsement with a company. Like, you talk to the company and, I don't know, there must be something. Well, a la Messi. Why why wouldn't you do something a la Messi when you brought Messi over, right? They get him shares in the front, Right. Like, you know what I mean? There's different ways. Well, the corporations aren't giving shares to the NHL players for that. Well, Let, let's not franchise player. If you're talking to David and he's coming over to at, Toronto, I'm saying, hey, take one or two percent, Connor. Well, you know what I mean? Come on t- over. Take looking at the athletes now. They're all buying sports teams. Ten years, 20 yep. years from now, all the sports teams are going to be owned by athletes. They get yep. paid so much, right? It's crazy. Yep. yep. I feel like yep. it just takes the one person to do it because you look back at that Jordan contract with his shoes. Yep. He was the first one to ever get a percentage of the sales. So it just yeah. takes that one person to say, we'll this give what you I want. a percentage of your, of your merch or yeah. something. I don't know. I feel yeah. like there's ways around it that aren't being explored for these bigger teams that can't get over the hump. So you're about exploitation, eh? You're looking for sneaky ways, Rookie? <laughs> huh? A little bit, yeah. Dude, what do you yeah. got to do to win, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's 1967. Like, come on. <laughs> That's a long time, man. We're going on do how many years now here? 60 years? Son of a bitch. Well, yeah. honestly, you think the team's that bad this year? Like, the, the, the additions they made were great. The only, I didn't it's like a fantastic it. team, Jeff. I didn't it's like a fantastic Klingberg. team. I didn't like the Klingberg pickup, but hopefully I'm wrong on that, but we'll see. It's a fantastic team. It's a fantastic team. A lot more grit. Team. A lot more grit. Can you uh, zoom in on Trevor's face again? Just do the rest of the episode with him on his face. There you go. Do you remember Lee Trevino in uh, Happy Gilmore there? That's what Trevor was. <laughs> Just knocking his head in. He's like, I'll watch hockey again in three years. <laughs> Yeah, so I just got up uh, the the NFL here. The last time a NFL team has won back-to-back Super Bowls was New England Patriots in 2004-2003. Like, it hasn't happened in 20 years, gents. Now, has New England won a couple in those 20 years? Yes. Same with... I was going to say a couple. It's probably an understatement. Um, (laughs) It it was a dynasty for sure, but consecutively, no. Yeah, but... that's well, it's been like, three teams. It's been Pittsburgh, New England, and uh, what was the other team? Baltimore? No, Baltimore was before. No, Baltimore's right? won one. They won one. Well, remember when was it Ray Lewis was uh, – I don't know tons about football, but I remember was it Ray Lewis when he was uh, playing for the – He won. He won one. Right? Like he was a beast out there. They had a pretty good uh, little squad there for a few years. They could have won I, I don't know much about baseball. Or With who? Football. The, the Baltimore Ravens with that defense, I could have been QB and we could have won the Super Bowl. Yes, yes. You got hit <laughs> once or sucked once, you break in half. As a, like, any of us get hit by a linebacker oh. or a defensive, we're dead. It's not we're getting up or sore, we're dead. Those guys are <laughs> they get the paddles on us. Bring them back, bring them back. Like, Do you I'm guys a major the- Bills fan, so like I'm pumped season's about to start. Do you think you could get one yard in the NFL? No, I think one I yard. would die. If I'm a punter. They would hit me. I would be so slow off the line. Someone would crush me and break me in half. 
I'd be I in could, a wheelchair. Yeah. I think these I could. guys are so strong. I think I could. I think I could. Bro- I'd probably tear a fucking ACL trying to do a QBC. If somebody offered, I'd try, though. That's the meatball that I am. It's like taking a punch by Tyson. Would you think you could take one punch for a million? No. Hell no. You'd be brain dead. No. If not a broken neck. I wouldn't do that. I've fought many a times. I wouldn't take a I wouldn't take a punch from William Neeland. (laughs) Oh, I'd I'd fight Willie, man. I'd do him. I'd take him down for sure. I'd tackle him. That's a challenge for you, Willie. You hear me? I'd tackle him. Bring it on, punk. Sign your contract. I'd take on Suzuki and Cole Caulfield at the same time. (laughs) Oh, here I I, let's let let's get on. I'm not going Luchich. I'm not going at Luchich, that's for sure. Let's go on to uh, another top story that's happening right now. Okay. And that's Taylor Swift. Do we have to? And tickets. But, (laughs) well, we kind of, you know, here's the thing. And we, we, this is the story that's going to be told by Rook because someone on this podcast has a horseshoe up his ass. (laughs) And that's Rookie, who got four Taylor Swift tickets for his wife at 250 per. Uh, three, three twenty. Why don't you sell them the day before and pay off the house? Yeah, pretty well, much. That, that, well, that's the whole thing. When I was talking to Brandon about it, so like, because I said, rookie, we go ahead, tell this. the story. Tell the story. We should just talk about this from a pure business perspective. Sure. But sell it. Um, <laughs> it basically, you you guys obviously know that you did the lottery to get tickets. Thirty-one million people signed up for it. And one in four hundred email four hundred percent one one in four hundred chance or something like that. Yeah. So then we we got an email to get the tickets for the first show on the fourteenth, and we were up at a cottage, and my wife got the code, and she went in, and she was in a queue of twelve thousand people, and basically we sat on the thing. She was there for about an hour and a bit, and it went down, and she went into the place to buy the tickets and it was sold out completely sold out not a ticket not one of those little blue dots nowhere and i was like why would you wait in this queue to be sold out so she just decided to start refreshing the page to see what would come up so refresh tickets came up 1500 a piece uh 2000 a piece like literally it says on the bottom like eight thousand dollars for four tickets so then she kept cycling through because i was like just keep trying who knows like you're here you're just keep going so she ended up getting these tickets that are kind of on the side stage um, for about three twenty-five, And I'm like, just buy them. Cause they were second guessing themselves like, Oh, well it might be an obstructive view. You might not get to see the whole thing. I'm like, get in the building, get in the building. Like my mind is more on the like business side of things and seeing the show. So I'm like, just get in the building. Cause you never know. So, she so you want to see the show you want to see, or you want to sell the tickets and make money on them. So that's, that's where we're at. Okay, well, right hold on now, a second, I, rookie. Let me let me give you a little word of advice here, right now. You want to stay married, or? Well, that's it. Then that's do what the your wife thing. wants, right? Yeah. <laughs> you tell your wife, do you want to go on an all-inclusive vacation, or do you want to see an hour and a half of Taylor Swift? It's that's insane. what you tell her. That's the proposal. So we bought the tickets. Nice. She was excited. Next day, we go online. I was just curious. I'm like, I wonder what they're selling for. So I go on. Check it out. Verified resale, twenty five hundred dollars a piece. The day after for those Unreal. tickets, Unreal. And, and I was four? like, "You got four? Four of them? Perfect all inclusive vacation, ten Gs." And somebody that we know, um, whose girlfriend is like a hedge fund manager, just stupid money, found out that we got the tickets, and she's like, "I will give you fifteen thousand dollars for them today." 
Done. Right now. Done. What? And like it oh, makes sense. So that's so fast right? they wouldn't even think. So obviously it's it's as Josh said, it's it's in my wife's hands at this point. She's a Smart big man. Taylor Swift fan. Mark with her sister. Travel catalogs everywhere. Fifteen grand? That's yeah. that's a lump sum payment on your home. You can right. make another thirteen grand. It's going to take a long time to so find then, another unicorn. So then, there's another. <laughs> it's <theory>. a concert. <laughs> watch there's it on theory. watch it on YouTube. I mean, his it's wife. His wife's going to leave him. Be like, take go my to ticket. Jamaica <laughs> for a week. Go to hey. Sandals. Yeah. Would you do that to so, Joe? She would not want to. She would take the money so fast it wouldn't be funny. No, no, but She'd if it's something that, Joe, something that Joe wanted to do. A Taylor Swift concert versus no. all inclusive vacations? Not even no. close. No, just something that Joe wanted to do versus you making 15 so, grand. Oh, we have to I'm do that all the time it. when I go <laughs> in my head. Let, right? Let me finish the story. I'm comparing it in my head to kind of what something that I love that much, and I actually couldn't find anything that I love that much. Not even the Super Bowl, honestly. You scolded like, me, Kareem? I would probably. Is that what you're doing? Game I would seven, leave Stanley Cup? I was going to say, leave Stanley Cup. Game seven? <laughs> No, because guys. I don't want to be disappointed. Shut your mouth, man. <laughs> there we mouth. go. A real I know Taylor going to show up and play the songs, and I'm going to be happy. Yeah, but the you're going to be there for two hours when you leave. You're going to say, oh, my God, that cost me 15 grand. Yeah. That was 15 grand. What was your response the to the Leaf Stanley Cup? He says he doesn't want to be disappointed. He basically said they're going to lose. Oh. But that's, that's a combo really answer. You know what? That's now that you said that, I hope you go to the show. That I'm not letting you grand. go with. Leaf, Stanley Cup Final, Game 7. In Toronto. In Toronto. You got tickets. Not Platinums, but Golds. You can so resell probably them. probably 15 grand. Yeah. You can resell them for 15 grand. I'm not doing it. Me either. I'm not doing it. No. Because that's it's history. Yep. Yeah, and, but is Taylor but then, Swift history, or is everybody just caught hold up? On, in let's, the oh, yeah. let's be clear here, gentlemen. Nobody remembers who came in second place. I know. So is it really history? A little while ago, and he knows. Exactly. So the thing it is his. No, technically, concert. no. It it so both are history because first, there's only six shows, and we don't know when she's going to be back through again. The the prime minister and the government had to beg for that to if, happen. If, if she comes too. back, really hard to get her here. And if she comes back here, costume is marriage. Well, two, we also have to remember the Stan, uh, the, the Leafs have not been in a Stanley Cup final. Forget about winning the Stanley Cup since 1967. Mm-hmm. So you going to. But, but you the can Leafs no longer Stanley say Cup, that, that you got these tickets for two yeah, grand. Once in a you generation. Have to say those tickets cost you 15000 You guys are generations. You never know. Do you remember, Cost though, the second round, first game, second round? The yeah. cheapest seat in the uh, ACC, because I still call it the ACC, was yeah, about two do. grand yeah. to get in the building. So, like, and, then, and by game know. four, it was probably fifty bucks because <laughs> <laughs> we knew it was over yeah. by game four. I, I don't even. I couldn't even put a figure to what it would be for the Stanley Cup final. Like, I think it'd be way more than that. I think, like, yeah, to I get think. in the building, like in the ten, like See, the ten. That's the other thousand. weird thing about going to that game seven and all that. It's something that would be nice to experience at home too it's nice to be at the thing live but if i've had i've had opportunities on some major playoff events and all that i almost like to be home sober enjoying it because you don't know if you'll ever be able to experience that again in your lifetime right like it's it's gonna yeah, happen just the, the story, bills, but like do i want just to be the story there live right like i was there 
mm-hmm. for you to be able to say that. And I bet you the Leafs would be 15 grand a ticket. For, for yeah, game seven final to win it? Yeah. 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 But Montreal, like, just probably 15 back. bucks. Yeah. Because it would be an imaginary okay. land. Yeah. Because they're getting second, for sure. Not our Leafs. But apparently, You're this tour with Taylor Swift is apparently the biggest tour of all time. From a revenue standpoint, yeah, it'll be according to media. Point. According to media, no, everybody's actually. getting caught and, up. And in Billy this. Joel, and Billy Joel said it's like Beatlemania. So, He's like, I was there for guys. Both. Here, listen, it, it, it no, that we've we've done the research here at our firm. We've actually gone into the economic data. So when Taylor Swift went through the state of Colorado, she did three shows in the state of Colorado. And when she was done those three shows at the end of the year, her three shows, the economic impact represented 30% of the state's GDP. Jesus. Oh, crap. An why, economist. Why is CR Smith doing economic data on Taylor Swift? Well, we're, we're finance people, but right? Like, that's what we do. So just, just for. What's you know, the economic the data on Toronto Maple Leafs traveling, huh? Not that much. Sorry. But there is like Bills fans travel well. But here's the thing: they're saying just out of the Los Angeles Arias tour, I think it's called Arias. Um, you know, if you use the average U.S. price of two hundred and fifty dollars a ticket, right? The, the face value, the average two hundred and fifty dollar ticket price in Los Angeles per show, everyone's spending five times the ticket price. So you're they're they're spending two fifty on a ticket and they're spending an additional twelve hundred and fifty dollars into the economy. What do you think so the parking is going to be? 50, there's fifty six thousand people at the Rogers Center. There's six shows, so that is a hundred. That is what three hundred and thirty six thousand people that this are going to be capitalism at its best. It's thirty six three hundred and thirty six thousand people. And all, but even if you say they all spend an average of what a thousand dollars per person, when you think sure. flights, hotel, oh yeah, meals, yep. merchandise, totally, totally feasible. Um, you're like the what is it? What would we figure out? Three hundred thirty-six thousand. Yeah, you're looking at three hundred thirty-six million uh, as a rough estimate is going into the Toronto economy. Any coming so, to Niagara? Hey, any come, any of it coming here to Niagara? You think? I'm just no. <laughs> I thought she but, had. But, uh, but, you know, but to be fair, if, if you're flying, yeah, if you're flying in to Toronto yeah. and you're from out west or you're from down east or you're from another state, why wouldn't you go to Toronto and then drive <clears> through <throat> and then fly out of Buffalo or fly into Buffalo? Yep. Like there is a lot of spin-off economic impact from these types of events. Hundred um, percent. Hundred percent, and people are paying that, it without blinking. Yeah, the, without. Blinking. Look at something like she, a World Cup or something like that, right? You get. A World she turned Cup down the Super Bowl, like, eh? She turned down the Super Bowl. That's crazy. She's no, not stupid, I'm good. That's why. I'm good. Crazy. Well, she knows uh, the focus will be on the Buffalo Bills for the Super Bowl this year, and she doesn't want to take that that shine off. <laughs> so I'll put it up to a poll of if I should sell them or sell, uh, sell them, sell, keep them, or sell ten times. One Are you the, putting a poll up online? Sell and yeah. go to Sandals. <laughs> my opinion is yes. trip of a lifetime. Seven hundred and seventy-nine billion. So we divide. My my, my 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 poll is one, two, three. Do what your wife tells you. 
I have but to just put a subliminal message out there, like sandals is really so realistic. Nice it, it is. So my, I didn't want to misspeak, just in case I misrepresented the numbers. So in 2022, uh, Ontario's GDP uh, was 779 billion dollars um, uh, for the GDP. So this one concert, if they if people spend conservatively what we think that they're going to spend, it's four percent of the entire province of Ontario's GDP. The GDP in Ontario is going to grow by 4% just because of Taylor Swift. I say she runs for prime minister. (laughs) CPI, you got to remember, CPI is currently at 3.3%. So her one concert is going to solve inflation. CPI. What's that going to do for the inflation numbers? Is inflation high because of Taylor Swift tickets right now? Is that the real? Did you do Uh, a search on that? Is there a correlation between bread that could and be two percent of inflation right now? Tiff Macklin's got to look into that. Well, I mean, technically speaking, you're talking about people spending their disposable income, so really, that, that which does everybody's saying they don't have any of it, right? So I guess there's no recession if Taylor Swift can get that much money. I think the real problem that's here a big is the jump, way, but yeah, no, it's just but, but this is the way they sell tickets now. It's 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 disgusting. It's all bought, bought, and then resold and and done like yeah. I don't even want to go to like I'm going to a concert tomorrow and I'm paying two fifty to see it, a, a ticket. I'm like, oh my god, I got to pay two fifty for this and all that. And I'm like eight rows from the stage, which is what do you want to see? City and Colors playing an amphitheater tomorrow. Nice. So we're going to see. And we had to get five tickets together, and in order to get five together, we had to pay like the top ticket, not the top because they're like five hundred yeah. bucks in the front. But now you go to buy tickets. You're huge. lucky to get one. You got to win a lottery to get tickets, or then you got to pay like. Five to seven times the, the face value to get it right away. Or you got to get lucky the day up to get tickets. It's crazy. How is it that somebody who pisses and shits is worth that much money? Period. You got You're a human though. being, man. Like, yeah, but mm. you got to remember those ticket prices. <sighs> it's not the artist that's getting that ticket no, I know. price. No, I know. It's pre-negotiated the... that they're getting paid X amount of dollars for the performance. It's the venue that's making the revenue. But the artist, no, oh, it's the second person. It's the artist making that the money. Generates, it's the right? Yeah, sure. So, like when you're buying and selling on resale, but I'm talking the actual tickets themselves. It's like legal scalping now on, on online, and they go for crazy. Like Ticketmaster does it now that if that many people are trying to buy the day of, they have a sliding scale. Got so some, it goes way up because yeah. so many people are in there. Like go back to the days. Like this Not is what's any- nice about music right now. My son's writing the records. So he's buying albums because it's on record. They're 50 bucks a record, right? Which will help the actual artist because everybody downloads all stuff with Napster and all that. Yep. But go back to the days where you had to get in line overnight in order to get tickets. And if you're in line there and you get a ticket, yep. great, you go. And there's no markup. Scalping's illegal. Yep. Get rid of it. It's such a bullshit thing to do well, to, to, to fans. There's more people that aren't even fans that make the money off it. The fans you get, get arrested if you scalped, though. Like what you're got referring him, to, need when him, you need need him, him. anytime you go marker. to the well, because you can center, put it on, anybody's saying that, right? On a got second him, website, him. and then they can make money off it. That's okay to do, like StubHub and crap like that. No, I'm it's not legal saying scalping that's okay that marks to... it up crazy. It's stupid. It ruins the fans' experience. It definitely has an impact for sure. It goes to the the highest bidder, right? Exactly. So you don't always have true fans at shows anymore. Correct. So Jeff, are you a huge City and Color fan? Huge. And uh, and and obviously Dallas Green and and uh, I like Alexis on fire too, but I, I'm a big City and Color fan. Yeah, City and Color. We saw him in New York a little while ago. It was the best show I've seen like my whole life, basically. Yeah, Scotia Bank Center. You don't have to look any past Scotia Bank Center. You ever go to Scotia Bank Center? If you're going to see an empty seat, it's going to be in a platinum. 
Yeah. All the time. Right. Dallas Green's great. I Love met him at Allison. a uh, Corn and Alice in Chains concert. Corn? Really? He was in the crowd? Yeah, he was in the... Lane Staley, the, Alice in um, Chains, or uh, way back in the day? No. The original lead singer. Yeah, this is not the original lead singer. No, he he's, was not he, there. He's dynamite. But dude is so down to earth and just like yeah. happy to meet people and say hi. Like my buddy was a was the one who initiated. I'm like, I don't bother him. Like these guys get it all the time. Let's just let the man live. He's mm-hmm. like, no, <laughs> I'm going to say hi. <laughs> and like the conversation was like five minutes long. And then he was asking questions about my buddy's life. And I was like, I'm obsessed with his latest album. I actually bought a record player in his album on vinyl just because I want to hear it in a different way and all that. Mm. He's awesome. Yeah, he's a good dude. That'll be fun, Jeff. I'm jealous. Yeah. We saw him in New York about two months ago in a Beacon Theater, 4,200 people. That's crazy. And the acoustics were so... Did you get tickets to Tool, Trevor? Yep. Did you buy them from Ticketmaster? Did you buy them second? Ticketmaster. What are they playing? Uh, November 20th. I can't even tell you what I paid for tickets. See, I'm uh, going to see the Bills play in Philadelphia right around then. Ticketmaster tool. That, that that ticket for Bills in Philadelphia started at $250 American nosebleeds. You're not going to wear any Bills gear though, right? Like we want you oh, to come back Oh, fucking right. I get hammered and I wear it and all that. Oh, boy. Every oh, time really? the Bills play in Philly, I go to see my, my best friend lives oh, there. No, that was... And then when they come here, he comes here and he wears his Philly gear. And it's Philly's nasty place. To Philly's nasty, play. man. Philly's nasty. You know what, Collins? That they uh, so when we went, we were in section three twenty two, and what was that? 18, 19, 20, 20. So four seats that I bought. Uh, tickets were four ninety five. It's not bad. I got a pair of tickets for the the current. That, that was twenty nineteen. Um. I've got section 309, so close, you know. Where's this? In Scotiabank or? Scotiabank Arena, yeah. Two tickets came to 219 for the pair. So that's good. That's cheap. That's good. So. That's cheap. Yeah. You guys, does it piss you off how expensive concert tickets are? You're like, ah, it is what it is, what the market bears. Uh, uh, If if it was going to the artist, it would be more fine, right? But if it's yeah. getting scalped like that, you feel you feel like you're getting raked over for some asshole making like money. that Taylor Swift thing. Just <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe it. I just for me, it depends on who who the artist is. Do I want to see um how badly? I, I think I, I'm fine with paying about 100 to 150 bucks a ticket. That's right, my sweet spot. If it's like my favorite bands, I'll apparently pay up to 250 for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to for it. But that's that's about like I, my son likes. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Death Grips. You might have heard of them. Trevor, it's nope. a new age yeah. kind of hardcore okay. rappy kind of R and B. My son's really got good music taste. It's, it's actually very interesting. Huh. And they're playing in Toronto in a small venue. I think twenty five hundred people, like which I think shoot? is the best kind of show to go see. Right? I'm, I'm not sure it is, but tickets were like two hundred fifty bucks each. And I was going to surprise it for him. I'm like, holy crap! So we bought him a record player and all that. And I, and I, I listened to the, some of the songs. Like, oh my god, I can't. Handle it. I felt like my dad listened to stuff I listened to. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can't handle this, right? And I'm trying to be open-minded about it and listen to different music and all that. But, like, for him to go see a concert now, I got I to gotta dish out 500 bucks plus parking plus any food and all that, you know? $1,000 like, night. $1,000 night. Like, it's insane. For a little girl, go see Taylor Swift. Like, our, some of our close friends we're going to okay. concert to tomorrow with, they flew to Texas 
to go see it. So it was a $5,000 trip for her and her daughter. And now they're here and she's willing to pay five grand on it again. And I'm looking at the husband. I'm like, oh my God, that's like, that's a, that's a, that's a vacation for the family. So I saw a no? reel, this, this woman posted online, uh, the way she's talking, she's Canadian. Um, she told her daughter that she would, you know, get her Taylor Swift tickets. And all of a sudden she's finding out it's $2,500 a ticket. So in this little, you know, social media reel that she's got. So, um, I don't know how to tell my daughter this. So I guess in turn, what I'm going to be doing is I'm renting my husband out. He's available for these types of chores. And this is the dollar amount I'm looking for. <laughs> Just joking around to pay for the Taylor Swift tickets. Cause she promised that she'd take her daughter. Poor husband. Why wouldn't she rent herself out? That's she was a very attractive lady too. I was thinking that. <laughs> but no, there's ways to make quick cash on these days. <laughs> if you need to, eh? There's a couple ways to make it. Bet three six five. Bet three six five. You could put probably ten thousand dollars down that when Toronto plays Florida, that there's going to be fights. <laughs> you can put that down. I wonder if you can bet that. Well, rookie, I'm all for it. Sell it. Go on to the best vacation of your life. I say sell it memory. too. But I also say listen to your wife first. But you just got to do a suggestive, other... very calm. Start leaving like sandals kind of uh, brochures yeah. around there. Yeah. Rose petals. Hey, wow. Presidential suite. One week, 15 grand for two and a kid. We're going to lower <laughs> another kid. Make another kid. Make another kid in a presidential suite. <laughs> That's a memory. Yeah, the vacation presentation. <laughs> Sandals. Sandals, resort and bar. Yeah, presidential suite. Yeah, I, you know what? There's also, I know people that are doing, they're selling two and then going. Like taking two and going and selling two just because they're that outrageous. I asked her what her price point was uh, for her to actually consider it. She's like, I have no idea. Probably five grand. Has to be. You can get 20K for the tickets. Like, like that's here- literally a down payment. Yeah, but even still, though, like you could, you, you, why don't you just turn around and just say to her, like, compromise and go, okay, two tickets. You take a girlfriend or your mom or whatever you want to do. We'll sell the other two, and you'll easily be able to pocket five to seven and a half thousand dollars just based on what that uh, one friend is telling you, right? Yeah. You realize you're not getting invited for the Labor Day barbecue, right, Curry? Where's the Labor Day barbecue? At Rookie's place. His wife's putting it on. Yeah. She's fucking pissed at yeah. you right now. Yeah. Okay. When she watches okay. this back, I, I still You know want, what? Invite us all, rookie. We'll talk about how good barbecue. Sandals is. We'll talk about how good Sandals nice. is. So, rookie. at the party that just did it's not a compromise. Sandals it's, Resort. She still gets to go to the event because the fourth ticket was supposed to be rookie. So, really, she just has to piss off one other person because rookie doesn't care. Or I just, or I just go and dress in a Canadian tuxedo and embrace it yeah and you can daydream about that presidential suite you know getaway but rookie if you if you really really want to play to sell them my suggestion or my advice to you is to play on her heartstrings and somehow incorporate the child in so that you can say that you know the money is being 
put towards the child's future education or something Memories. along those lines. Seventy-five hundred dollars wow. towards an RESP. No, and it's, yeah, and then it's <laughs> compound Memories. that, we'll compound it. that over another eighteen years, right? Say, like you're talking best money Keller, ever spent is family vacation. Brandon did all the math, and that's money. that's going to be the equivalent of at least fifty thousand by the time. Maybe we all present together. There you go. <laughs> she we can't castrate all of us. Right, no, she just can't castrate all of us. <laughs> yeah. no, you know what? All she would have to do is talk to my wife because my wife would think it's insanity to 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 throw up that kind of money for a show like that. She would punch me in the face if I did it. She would even let me go to a Leafs game or a, or a Bills game that was that big of a moment, and I don't think I could do it. That's the crazy thing too, because I did think about selling them on like a Ticketmaster or StubHub, and you don't get the money till the event's done. And if you're selling them for that much money, like twenty grand, like how do you even? know that it's gonna transfer Come. properly like it's a lot of money yep. it's not just a couple hundred bucks like it's no. that's the other thing too like how do you and there's fees yeah, on like top sure. of that too you don't get the full 20. oh ticketmaster takes their piece mm -hmm. of course they do because they're the vehicle best so we'll see i'll let you guys know if i'm sleeping on one of your couches uh <laughs> in the upcoming days we could do a no whole worry, episode of you on the couch. Hey, you on the couch. Here's the deal. <laughs> all overgrown and all this. It's like half-baked. He'd be the guy on the couch, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here's the, here's the deal, Rookie. Don't worry. I'll throw a sausage on the barbecue for Labor Day, and we'll, we'll call it a barbecue party, okay? And we'll just sit. We'll Perfect. have our own little – We'll have. I'll, I'll have a beer, and, and we'll just have a sausage. I'll be your Labor just Day. Make sure barbecue. Taylor Swift's playing the whole barbecue. Yep. Yeah. Until it annoys the shit Me out of like you just just played on nonstop, so she's so annoyed by her voice that she's got to sell it, and then you sublimate. Did your job, and yep. then you go to sandals or go to hedonism. Yep. <laughs> that's a gear change. <laughs> that's, a, that's a quick switch. Yeah, <laughs> that's good stuff. Uh, well, really, Jeff? <laughs> my uncle loves hedonism. <laughs> He's a big I fan. I'm not getting into a talk on the unit, so. I couldn't go there. No. I wouldn't want anybody to see I'm my curious wife. As to, She's all mine. Just to uh, switch gears a little bit, I'm curious as to what you guys think of all this, uh, the Ford Greenbelt stuff, especially Jeff with the development background and everything. Oh, I can't believe he's not going to jail for what happened there. That's what I think. It's insanity. But is it that obvious what happened? Oh, 100% it's obvious. That's what I'm saying. And they, they've, got, they've got a, a, a scapegoat that they're firing to get off of it. Listen, He's that's probably not a getting a couple goat. million on the back door to take the fall. Collins. We're talking Collins. $8 billion here. Collins, that's not, that's not a scapegoat. Ryan Amato is the chief of staff for the Minister of Municipal Affairs. That is like literally next to the finance minister. The, the minister of municipal affairs, like um, Steve Clark, like his chief of like that is a big person to fall. Like huge. that's a huge. Oh, but but what I'm huge. saying regulates all the, my, the my conspiracy right? theory is that he accepted it and somehow he's going to be made whole and never work again. Yes. So yes, the, the best way he'll go work for a builder. Theory and, and everything, right? You get one person who's the fall guy, and it all goes away. Right? There's it's so not much a conspiracy. Money on a... Oh, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's not a conspiracy it's theory. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's capitalism. Yes. Oh, it's 100%. like 
it's like saying it's like saying like these people who turned around and, and said like COVID was a conspiracy theory. No, <laughs> it, it was not a conspiracy theory. It actually existed. They're like, well, then what about all the vaccines? It's, I'm like, it's called capitalism. That's mm-hmm. what it is. That's what drove it. It has nothing. It, it, it's in plain bloody sight. When you got Martha Stewart in 2022 advertising to, to get your COVID-19 vaccines, like that's capitalism. How it's did Ford do? Theory. How didn't Ford's uh, portfolio jump like something like how many? Just in the last. Okay. If you look, okay, here, here's a couple for you, right? I like not Nancy Pelosi, but Nancy Pelosi's husband. <clears throat> look at how wealthy they've become since she's be- since she's uh, been the uh, House of Commons, right? Joe Biden's uh, didn't he get the head. shit beat out of him? Pelosi's husband. Yeah, from a burglar. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think he pays yeah. for that stuff. He likes it. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't House of Commons. It's Congress, but. Yeah. Um, so no, if you look at that, like, if you look at his portfolio, yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, you look at Biden's portfolio that was just in Forbes the other day, Forbes or, uh, Bloomberg, I can't remember which, um, that increased by about, you know, a couple hundred, uh, uh tens of millions. Right. Um, it, it's, it's capitalism guys. It, it's, there's no conspiracy. Well, theory. and that's the interesting part. We've kind of gone from COVID Money makes being the, the center of attention for everything. Now it went to inflation, the center of attention. Now it's a lack of housing being built because- the builders have stopped building because the, the costs are way too high and Ford yeah. trying to get as much land as possible to build. But who's going to build these houses? Because every builder who's big right now is pulled back. Yep. We were right. talking about this on our, on our WhatsApp chat, right? Like all the builders are pulling back right now because costs are insane on materials. And, and even more importantly, the, the borrowing money, like they're borrowing between eight and 12% right now. And every day that goes by, Ford's out there yelling, and this is how he's trying to pass through this Greenbelt thing. We're so short houses. Like, what is it? Like, they have to build 1.3 million in the next 10 years, so 130,000 a year. And the numbers that they've actually built are like minuscule compared to what they need. Like, it's insane. So that's how he pushed the Greenbelt through. But the bigger problem they have here, and the interesting thing in Niagara, they have a new guy for the housing affairs coming in just to overlook everything in Niagara because it's one of the big target areas. And the interesting thing that just passed through, Welland just got strong mayor powers given to it Can't by Ford. It, which, is, which is a joke. Well, but you know why they give it to him? Because he's had so many permits going through with Empire Homes. And so they're counting on how many permits are going through and getting added, and they're giving strong powers to that. The bigger problem here is development takes two to three years just to get it done. And the red tape bullshit that goes on with it costs more and more money for all the bills. I'm, I'm developing something. Me and Trevor have a client that's developing something right now. And the little hangups on bullshit that happens on the one municipality, they have an, an archaeological buffer zone that we could just do an amendment on the actual uh, like land register and you can't build in that zone. And they say no. You know, And apparently now it's fixed up. But when you're trying to find out an answer for it, you got 15 different people not talking to you about it. What they need to do is what PP's trying to say right now, who's trying to become the next prime minister, put some bonuses there for the municipalities that help the builders and push it through quicker because they can do it so much quicker. They don't have enough manpower to put it through or intelligence how to do it, but they got to push this stuff through quicker because there's, there's perfect build situations out there that are delayed for no reason whatsoever. And Ford just pushed it through right now because he knows it's a hot ticket item, but that's all we're going to hear about for the next two years is the lack of housing being built. And builders pull them back. And so what do they got to do to get the builders going? They're going to have to compensate them somehow to offset 
the cost of the interest and the materials right now. Otherwise, they're just going to wait. Absolutely. But Jeff, you 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 threw something over the bow there yesterday in our in our group chat. I think it was Jeff or maybe Curry about uh, them appointing uh, one of the regional uh, regional director for Niagara. Yeah, for housing. Oh, I just threw yeah, it up there. What a facilitator? You mean? Yeah, to facilitate, like, and I don't to know, do nothing, but say they're doing like, something. Yeah, it is. No, what no, they no. should the do is talk to the local builders and say, "How do you feel about what's going on right now?" Well, hopefully, this person dies. Right, like, guys, the facilitator has nothing to do with housing. The facilitator has everything to do with amalgamation. That's yeah. what the the facilitator is supposed to do. What, so, is it going to be four major cities, or is it going to be? One major city, we don't really know just yet, and that's what's going to happen before September 11th. And I think the beauty of that is to make it more efficient. If they could take Niagara and have it as you apply for a permit at one place, and then they have all the inspectors all around there, and smarter people overlooking the plans, you make the efficiency go up so much. Like when you go to get a permit for a build, it's supposed to be 10 business days to turn it around. We average three months on a permit right now. Three months on a 10-day turnaround on their website. Yeah, that's for that one particular municipality, though, right, Jeff? No, that's on most municipalities around here right now. Okay. Some lenders yeah. work the same way, right? Mortgage lenders, yeah. some of them say, oh, it's this much time for a turnaround. Well, yeah. But, but there's no recourse if they said, well, it's a Friday, we'll get to it on Monday. And, no, you know, it's a not. Monday and it's, we're too busy, you know, so probably Tuesday, you know, yeah, and then they, then they look at it and say, well, you missed this one thing. And then they wait another week and we'll say, we forgot about this thing, too. See you next Tuesday. Do the builders get uh, get in trouble, the ones who accepted these contracts for the Greenbelt development? Or is it just like that's a business transaction and the only nope. person that's in trouble is Ford, really? 100%. That's correct. Yeah, because like, it, like that's like saying as long as it wasn't used with dirty money, it wasn't there was nothing illegal that happened according to the builder's side of things, right? Like a builder just turned around and said, oh, this land's for sale? Okay, I'll buy it. Well, the, and, the problem here is that the builder knew that it's going to be rezoned to go from agricultural to subdivide. I was like, right beside me right here, there's 26 acres of land. It was bought for 600,000 in 2020. They put it up for sale for $3 million thinking it could be subdivided. And the city just said, no, we're not changing the zoning. So if someone said to me, hey, Jeff, we're about to change that zoning, go buy it for $600,000. You can put up for $4 million next week yeah, and subdivide right. it to 50. Like insider homes. trading, right? Oh, it's crazy. The amount of money you can make turning agricultural into to residential zoning is insane. Insane. Prove that like they knew, courses. though. Prove that they like knew. Golf courses are, are, are going from golf courses to housing, right? Because the yep. lots are worth way more as land than a golf course. Yeah, so but why, prove that they knew that it was going to get rezoned. How did they know? So why would Ford even do this if he's the only one that's incurring any risk? The rest of them are just like... Honey. The back pay to him? Like coming back to him? Well, somehow well, I mean, he's getting paid think about it. Like, think getting think about it. it. It's one, one, one way or another, somebody is getting greased in some capacity, mm -hmm. right? Because if you just told me, to, to use Jeff's example, hey, Jeff, go buy this lot of land. In about a year, it's going uh, to be rezoned and you're going to be able to do more for it. And you gave, you'd be able to either flip that for four times or you're going to be able to um, four or five times or uh, you get to keep it yourself and, just, and then sell housing on it, right? Well, Jesus, like, I mean, the what's 10 You just found a gold mine, right? You just found a gold mine. Right, or 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 just a job, just, you know. 
Like it's crazy. No, the, the amount, of, it, it's insane. The return on investment on land from farmland to residential is the highest return investment you could probably get in the world today. And if you know that's about to be rezoned, like really that should be insider trading. That should be. And who knows what will happen, right? Maybe. Old, old, old Bobby Joe, who, who knows it's getting rezoned, has to do is, you know, tell his buddy from high school that he hasn't talked in 20 years. Hey, <laughs> give me a million bucks. And yep. I'm gonna sell, I'll tell you this information. Boom, you'll make it. And then when it does close like that, I want a big fat payday in my house. I want Proof Taylor Swift tickets happen, though. for Proof the whole family. Happen, right? <laughs> Ford did all this for Taylor Swift tickets, I heard. That's 100%. 100%. He switched it over. To, to me, to me, <laughs> reading to the tea leaves from the outside, it looks horrific. Mm-hmm. Do we I mean, need like, housing? It, it, the, the problem here is the, the green belt. They don't need to develop that because there's so much land that's not developed yet that's in there. And they usually don't open it up for more land until that's been developed. And this isn't needed yet because there's a lot of undeveloped land that's in the right zoning well, right now. Well, how about this? Like it happened at the federal level during COVID, right? Rookie, there's a, a story on Cryer right now, right? Um, the prime minister delayed purchasing vaccines for what, three months? Uh, was was that the yeah. story that I read on, on Cryer.co? And yeah. in, in order to, why? We don't know. But in but then if you look at all, if you look at the people who got the contract for the PCR tests and for the rapid tests, and look who they donated to during the last federal election. Like this happens all the time. I'm not saying it's was it excuse, red? and I'm not hmm. saying, but the auditor general is going to get down to the bottom of it. Well, and Ford, yeah. had, his daughter had like a stag and doe, and all these developers were at stag and doe, and like donated all kinds of major prizes and stuff like that. You know, it yeah. just it just looks so like it's yeah. so it insane. Completely it's wrong, so obvious, but the optics look brutal. Perception brutal. is reality, right? Oh my gosh! No, I mean, like, what's stopping what's stopping a developer for being invited to uh, the wedding? And uh, the booster is ten thousand dollars. Well, and this and is the problem. What's, what's the premier make? What's absolutely. the premier salary? Care of my You'll absolutely. know this, Greg. What's Doug Ford get paid a year? It's got to be a few um, hundred, eh? Two hundred, three hundred. It's around, yeah, it's 250,000. Hold on. I was going to say, I don't think it's, I don't think he's broke, they're broken the three because I don't even think the, I don't know what the prime minister makes or like they're, uh, the salary is 400. What is he at? It says 208,974 as of March 24th, 2023. Yeah. And the problem with that is that's his salary. And then he's got the ability to, to make people billions of dollars with just certain moves. It's, It's too much power. But it's that's why his salary isn't very high, right? Because he's going to make connections and make money elsewhere, right? Oh, exactly. No. But, but you just made people billionaires, made people billions of dollars. And you don't think people think that he's not going to get compensated somehow on that? 100%. It's ridiculous. 100% he is. Yep. But anyways, boys, um, it is the end of the episode. Uh, we all have, you know, stuff to do. Rookie, thanks for coming on. We mm-hmm. really appreciate it. Um, enjoy Taylor Swift, we think, buddy. We know you're going. So enjoy it. We also will be worrying about um, the next uh, uh, recording and going live because we, we'll have to get that in the books, guys. We'll put that in the group chat so that we can get Charles Adler on. He wants to come on the show and uh, nice. good friend of the show. And we'll do that. Good. But uh, anyway, Hondo, can, on you take, can you take us out, please? Go Habs. Help us help you stay informed. Out. Ciao. Cheers.
Hi, I'm Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host, Dave Vale. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. 